If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Dodgeball, baby! You got it, baby! Let's well, do it! Welcome to the Afternoon Nap. This week, we have a special presentation. We're doing a new series, Greatest Sports Movies of All Time, and Part 1. And we're starting off by going to the Oat Show. Las Vegas, a city built upon sand, broken dreams, and $5 lobster. A city where you can get a happy ending, but only if you pay a little extra. A city home to a sporting event greater than the World Cup, World Series, and World War II combined. Live from Las Vegas, it's the Las Vegas International Dodgeball Open here on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Bringing you the finest in seldom seen sports from around the globe since 1999. If it's almost a sport, we've got it here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this year's annual Las Vegas International Dodgeball Open. Brought to you exclusively here on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Is there a criteria to an all-time sports movie? I yeah, think there is. Yeah. You can kind of argue with me if you think there's a little difference here. I think realistic sports scenes are a must. I've spoken to you many times about winning time. That's your issue with winning time, right? It's like you don't feel like the, the sport itself is getting the proper appreciation it should. When you're basing a show off of yeah. the Showtime Lakers, you want to have... But the thing is, even when I'm on the court, it doesn't feel like I'm watching a game, right? So that that that's a big thing. It doesn't have to be fast-paced. It doesn't have to have realistic looks, but... I should feel like this is a guy who's actually playing the sport. Exactly. Two, training montage, a must. 100%. 100% a must. One, if not two, minimal. Minimum, minimum. Inspirational speech slash moment. In every great sports movie, you have yeah, one. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of one that doesn't have it. Great group of misfits, singular or plural, right? That, well, something even, that goes against the status quo. Well, well, even in like the Rocky, the singular, you know, the whole, the whole team is a ragtag, you know, brother, brother, brother-in-law, you know, his coach. They're all misfits. At the end of the day, it's always a team of misfits. Whether always it's a team of misfits, even if they're on top. Even look at you know, um, Eddie the Eagle. You know that that those are two guys that are two misfits paired together. I mean, remember the Titans? They're a great team, but the fact is that they're they're in segregated land and they're well, having yeah, their first team yeah, together. Yeah. It's they're misfits. playing their own their own racial take. Exactly, and a great villain. Every great sports movie has a great villain. Shooter McGavin. In Dodgeball, White Goodman, great villains no matter but, but, what. But also the villain doesn't have to be a person like, we like to talk about Moneyball, and it's like... It's traditional the, baseball. It's traditional baseball. He's going up against the machine, which is, you know, someone arguing the machine has sometimes always been the greatest villain of all time. Exactly. All right, potential part twos before we get started. Raging Bull, is it a sports movie? I say yes. I think all these movies that are... I mean, Jake LaMotta is a boxer. It's, That's it's, his persona. It's, it's who I, he is. I do not put it in a sports movie the same way. Like, let's just talk about some of the other movies that are on this list. Happy Gilmore, Remember the Titans, Field of Dreams, Warrior. Here's the thing. It is the most, like, the, the, the difference with Raging Bull is uh, it's so much more of a character study. And, like, it doesn't matter if he wins as much. Like, let's look. let's look at the way back. The Way Back is a movie about Ben Affleck being a drunk. But at the end of the day... Where's the conflict? It's winning the basket. It's winning a basketball. No, but it's not. It is. You actually... No, no, where no, are the stakes? No, what are the no, stakes? No, because at the end of the movie, they don't tell you who wins or loses. Telling you it's not That's the important. ending of the movie. But where are the stakes Alex, in the actual Alex, film? Most of these movies end with a winner and a loser. Name me one of Warrior. these... Warrior. 
Who Worry, wins? Worry, what do you mean? He wins. He wins the. He wins. Does he win though? Yeah, he does. He wins the tournament, but does he win? Yeah, no, he actually does. He doesn't. He gets the Literally every son of these movies. Um. Uh. So that movie and also Raging Bull. It's not. So I'd about, say Field of Dreams is another one that'd be hard. Field of Dreams is. Is the essence yeah, yeah, of sports. Yeah. That's what it is. the essence of sports, but it's not about like who we're going. It's up not against. about it's, winning. It's about or, the, but that's also that's a little more about like for the love of the game, like because also it's like a little more like Sandlot. You know, it's not about who wins these matches. It's about you know the fact like this is the best time of our lives playing this game or the game how much it really means to us. Yeah. All right, let's get to dodgeball. Quick back, go ahead. Me or yeah, um, shouldn't we like? Learned by dodging balls that are thrown at us, or...? That's what this sack of wrenches is for. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? Oh! Oh! Well, well, we were talking about this the other day, that uh, this is Vince Vaughn being the straight man like you never seen me in the straight man, and you have the great one of the greatest comedic actors of all time doing arguably, and I, honestly, if you told me you won an Oscar for this, I'd be great in uh, in Ben Stiller. The Why performance couldn't? of a lifetime. I just I was just rewatching the beginning of the movie, and the fact that he like you know is that whole exercise. We're better, and we know it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? This is crazy. Like we uh, we should talk a little about our relationship to Dodgeball. Like we. That's like, been in our life. Like many others, we've seen it 30 times growing up with our parents. With 30, 100. We, it used to be like, what are we going to rent tonight? And then like, we couldn't pick anything like that. It's a sure thing. Let's see Dodgeball Every again. second of the movie is quotable. I mean, it's it's outrageously hilarious. Yeah, sure. They don't make jokes like that anymore. You know, they still hold oh, up. Oh, yeah, they would not make this movie today whatsoever. I mean, the fat, it's just every every three seconds they have another fat joke and another, yeah. le- another lesbian joke. I mean, come on. Yeah, 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 But before we get to Globo Gym, we have our main crew of guys in Average Joe's Gym. Who are they? Justin Long. Playing Justin. His, <laughs> and all these characters are very basic car- uh, stereotypes. You, you should read some of this stuff. I will. Justin Long is playing Justin. He's a girly guy who wants to bang his cheerleader friend from high school. That's the whole character. I, I love how, like, I, I felt like they were making a joke they do today. Like, oh, you're upset because you didn't make the cheerleader team? Like, uh, high school has changed since I was there. I was like, you know, we're, we're, that's not only the same joke we're making today, but it was funnier in 2005. You know, it's funnier because Vince Vaughn's making yeah, it. Yeah, also, Vince Vaughn line delivery is just out of this world how good he is because oh, he traditionally he's not the straight man you watch all his movies with Owen Wilson you watch Swingers right he's playing against the guy is, who's a straight guy is uh, Wedding Crashers 2 still happening I don't think so oh, it's, happen- it's happening like National Treasure 2 is happening it's not Alan National Tudyk National Treasure 2 did happen you mean National Treasure National, 3 National, National Treasure 3 the greatest movie franchise of all time <laughs> Alan Tudyk is Steve the Pirate he's a pirate literally that's it. That's the, whole That's the whole character. Joel David Moore is Owen. He's the shrimpy tall guy who ends up being the team manager who's in love with the with the Romanovia chick. Yeah. Fran. That's his whole character. Steven Root, who's Fuchs on Barry. He's Gordon. Guy has to get mean. He's a mail order bride. That's the whole character. Yeah. That's who all these guys are. That's all That's they all are. are. Chris Williams is Dwight. He's a black guy and he's a rational guy. That's it. And yeah. Oh, and he works and he works at the gym. 
Yeah, it's unclear who actually works at the gym and who doesn't. Actually, I just saw it this this morning again. Very unclear sometimes. Uh, from what I can tell, it seemed like he's the only guy who's like actually on a payroll per se. Like, I don't think they, he he hasn't collected dues in eighteen yeah, months. Yeah, no, he's the only thirty six months. No, 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 but like like we we've seen this guy. He's not like you know Dwight's not working there for free. Like, I know like, they're free. I guess. Like, like like everything I know about this guy, like he's he's obviously a good friend. But he's like, ah, I'm not doing this for free. 100%. Christine Taylor plays Kate Feach, banker, attractive, unicorn girl. That's the whole character. And real-life ex-wife of Ben Stiller. Real-life ex-wife of Ben Stiller? Yeah. You felt well, it? At the time, I think they were married. I felt it. I felt it. That was the, Well, that's the whole point is, is you know, he was... Try, he was kind of playing off that idea. You know, it's like, oh, don't you find me sexy? And she's like, no, you're fucking disgusting. When they end up going home with each other. 100%. It's great stuff. She's the lawyer working for the bank that oversaw the property transaction until White Goodman got her fired for drinking and stealing on the job. He had no proof. He just called up the bank. He said, she's drinking and stealing. So, <laughs> so, he, so he did this so he could date her. All right? This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. He, he told her, like, ah, look at what I did for us. Exactly. And, he, and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And in order to get in good graces with the ADAA, the... Uh, the American Dodgeball Association of America <laughs> and to get to a winning team, the the boys from Average Joe's Hire, Rip Torn, Don Guys from 30 Rock, Coaches Patches O'Houlihan, four-time ADA champion and the best coach in all of dodgeball. Actually, he's a seven-time ADAA All-Star as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. Also, just like, I, this movie's great. I saw it before I ever saw 30 Rock, but after having seen 30 Rock and Don Geist, the movie's only better because he's literally doing Don Geist. He is doing it's, Don Geist if he was a little bit more of like a womanizer who was in a wheelchair. What, what do you mean? Don Geist is a constant womanizer. Okay, but this guy is like always asking well, no, well, Pete for if he wants to get prostitutes. He's giving him a cum well, rag. Yeah, yeah, no, but the whole thing is he's just he's just having prostitutes with Jack Donaghy all the time on. Yeah, yeah, on their, yeah. What do you mean? They're doing it. They are I, doing it. I, I totally agree. <laughs> And then we have finally Vince Vaughn paying Peter the Fleur. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's better than hearing Ben Stiller say Le Fleur. Le Fleur. Classic textbook underachiever. I wrote if Jeff Winger, if you watch Community, was the king of poorly running gyms. That's all exactly. it is. You know, if you if you never try, you can't be bad. Yeah. That's all he is. Well, I love it when he says, you know, if there was anything I could do to get 30K in 50 days, I'd do it. They're like, you could do it. He's like, yeah, I don't know about all that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is that one thing. He's like, let's not get carried away. Yeah. Three seconds after saying, I'll do whatever it takes. Guys. I know. I'm the guy here. I mean, come on. Their obstacle, we spoke about him, the greatest to ever do it. Ben Stiller, White Goodman, owner of Globo Gym. He has a franchise worth $4 million, and it's also sold publicly yeah, we, on the stock exchange. Well, isn't she there to help it get on the stock exchange? No, no. She's there to facilitate the transaction between Average Joe's and, oh, okay. and Global Gym. Oh, I thought Gym. she also had something to do with that, though. No? Nah, nah. She just works real estate law. That's she's all just, it is. No, no. She said she also deals oh, with no, sexual harassment. Mostly sexual harassment, but also real estate law as well. <laughs> so, so I guess that makes sense. Well, um, what, when we're on the note of Ben Stiller's White Goodman, we should also know this is a heavily produced movie by Ben Stone. I feel like you can see that throughout the rest of the movie. The director's Rob Marshall Green, I think. It is. I'm right here. Oh, yeah. It's Ross and Marshall Thurber. Ross and Marshall Thurber. He also wrote the film. He, he wrote the film, but I know that behind the scenes, Ben Stiller was doing right. a lot. He was a producer on Saturday. And like, if you just look at this, what this guy has done, he does a bunch of movies with The Rock. He has like some. He has some okay stuff, but he has nothing that even comes close. He's been to. doing a lot of stuff with Netflix recently. He has. He does. He does. He uh, did Red Notice. He does Red Notice. He did and Skyscraper. I, he, he makes good money, but he has nothing 
of the quality. No, this is his best of movie. Dodgeball. This is his best movie by, by a far. Mile. He best written movie and best directed movie. Without a doubt. All right. Um, there is some weird stuff though in this movie, like a lot of symbolism to Nazi movements and like nationalism and stuff like that. If you look at the ADAA film where Hank Azaria is actually playing an, a younger version of Patches O'Hulahan, yeah, which is it's also- got the Nazi symbol before you watch the film. Um, <laughs> White right refers to the Joe's guys as a different race of people, <laughs> right? Um, if you watch the video, Patches makes several. Racist gestures. I, I would love to hear how there's like there's definitely like a million different versions of this movie. Their or... their first, you know, who they play in the first round of the tournament in, in Vegas is they play the the, the German team. And they yeah, yeah, that. yeah, right. It's like they're going and they're they're getting a new wave of dodgeball, right? Like this is a they're, they're like you know the Axis powers pretty much. That's what they are. It's weird to think about. <laughs> All right, should we talk about the purple cobras? Purple cobras. That is. <laughs> Right, but that's the team that White Goodman uh, does so they can beat Average Joe's in Vegas. So they have one of my, like, it's the stupidest and funniest joke where he names <laughs> the members of the team. It goes, Blade, Laser, Blazer. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of the he's, greatest. He's got Michelle, who's the really big black guy in the movie. He's like the biggest dude I've ever seen I, in my life. I know, like, up until that moment, you're like, other, other than The Rock. Yeah, he's, he's got like a rock look. You know, he's got the bald, he's got a huge head. I, I'm about, do you remember, we saw the Omaze, they did it for four minutes, and I was like, ooh, Tom was not kind to that man. No, it was <laughs> not. And their fifth player is Fran Stalinovskovichkovichkovsky. In her home country of Romania, uh, Romanovia, dodgeball is the national sport, and her nuclear power plants team won five years in a row running, which makes her the deadliest woman on earth with the dodgeball. She also in that same scene, takes a dodgeball in her hand, hits a man in the head at the bar, and kills him with a single hit. This is why Dodgeball is one of the greatest movies of all time. It is. And to stop them, they need to be trained by Patches O'Hulahan in the five Ds. What are the five Ds, Freddy? Dodge, duck, die, dip, and dodge. Right, and O'Hulahan's methods are unmatched. If you dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. If you dodge traffic, for, you can dodge a ball. I remember for like, I, I still think one of the greatest jokes of all time is if you can dodge traffic, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> and then you have Gordon literally like, run, like they, they never question it. They just they, keep they, they, doing they, it. They are literally going into a like, it's like, it's like, it's like a 40 mile per hour like street highway. And I'm like, no. It's a, it's like a six lane uh, yeah. intersection as well. And I'm like, what are they doing? And like, I love they actually get hit by the cars, which is just yeah. Gordon is just getting annihilated by and cars. And like, they're getting hit by wrenches, and you're like, none of these guys are walking out of this without going to the hospital. He literally throws a wrench right in Justin Long's face in the very beginning, without question. Which is like, and he's just like, yeah, you gotta dodge. You have to dodge. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's dodge, duck, dive, dip. dip. And dodge. That's all it is, right? Um, so to get into the tournament, they have to obviously face against Troop 417. Bunch of chicks. Bunch of like eight-year-old girls. And the one person on steroids. The Bernice girl has got like hair on her arms because of the beaver tranquilizer she took. It's great stuff. And that's before the the female like, joins the team, right? Yeah. Well, they, they win by disqualification. Then they have the training montage and she joins during the training montage. Because yeah. she has an arm like Patches a isn't even on the team when they uh, face the... Well, I guess they lose. They Well, they win by disqualification and Patches joins the team. Yeah. That's the way it is. It's awesome. 
Uh, and then we finally go to ESPN 8, the Ocho, and they present the dodgeball tournament. With the greatest hosts. Like well, they- let's, well, let's, you want to hear what the, uh, this is what, this is how the, this is how the announcer right well, here. Well, I, well, I, I should say this, like, Jason Bateman, I'm not loving this, this second half of Ozark. Pepper Brooks. I don't think he's ever had a better performance than Pepper Brooks. And Gary, and Gary Cole, I've always loved him, love him on, love him on Entourage. I love him on Veep. I love him on when you. I'd like just ran it on the like NCIS, and I'm like, what the fuck's this guy doing here? He's on he's getting uh, a paycheck. He's in uh, prison break as well. He's Big in guy. prison break. He's one of those that guys. You and, no one ever remembers his name. And like the fact that like he's the straight man. Yeah, he, he's, I think he's better. I think he's better than Pepper. To be honest with you, I think Cotton McKnight's a thousand Alex, times better. But like, listen, Pepper uh, has listen some to of this. The greatest one liners. Listen, listen. <laughs> this is how they enter the tournament. This is all Cotton McKnight right here. <laughs> Las Vegas, a city built on sand, broken dreams, and five dollar lobster. A city where you can get a happy ending if you pay a little extra. A city home to the. <laughs> International Dodgeball Invitational. Yes, Vanessa, to bring you the finest. From seldom seen sports from around the country since 1999, it's almost a, it's if it's almost a sport, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's with the finest sporting events, better than the World Cup, World Series, and World War II combined. Live from. <laughs> go on, go on. Um. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. But then Pepper comes in, and these are the rules of the tournament: thirty-two teams, four wins get you to the finals, five wins get you to fifty k. Everyone's chasing, and these seldom seen sports they have are lawnmower racing, <laughs> squirrel water skiing, belt fighting, and soccer. But if the ball was lit on fire, <laughs> like you dip the ball in oil and then you you light it on fire and you kick it around. Isn't there also Coin flipping, how high you can flip the coin. coin flipping. They have uh, pizza box folding. They, they had wheelbarrow tossing. Wheelbarrow tossing. I, my favorite is the squirrel water skiing, though. You have these in the video. They had squirrels doing like backflips on water skis. Incredible stuff. The other teams. Is sumo? Isn't sumo's on that list? No, nah, right? sumo's like it's, it's a real sport. No, but I, I remember them seeing. I thought, I thought I saw them doing sumo though. No. No, you maybe saw belt fighting. Yeah. Dude, just slapping each other with belts for no reason. If it's almost a sport, we got it. It's a I, s- me and you were saying, ESPN, start the Ocho. Oh. We will, I will watch Jalen. I want two constant commentators that only do this. Well, let's say let's say what it is, right? So ESPN ate the Ocho. You have your regular season. You don't televise it. That's no. fine. But ESPN, you have... Four or five of your best sports, ESPN 8, the Ocho. You have four different weekends where you have each of the final tournaments for these sports. And you have the same two commentators, right? But you have an event. It's five weeks. And then you're just following it. And then yeah. the, if you want to follow later on, sure, they have the, the regular season stuff on ESPN regular. Right? They have a separate app, whatever. But for five weeks, TV, you have real commentating these sports like they're real. You have like Joe Buck. You get him in there for a day. So what I'm saying. I think you treat this like and real sports. And then you'll get, and then out of nowhere, you'll get a team like Average Joe's. And you'll be like, no, I'm saying the people, he, they are the underdog. If you treat it seriously and you have a small cash prize, teams will trade. Alex, we can make money on this. I'm no, no, I'm saying you. teams will trade. 100%. I would trade, uh, depending on the sport. Pizza box folding? You don't think yeah, there's hey, guys? Hey, hey, if there's money on the line. No, but they also have, they have to have good commentaries. They have to make it look yeah, professional. Yeah, yeah. But I was also saying like 50K, I, people would do a lot for 50K. People would play dodgeball for 50K. 100%. Intense dodgeball. You you tell me that like there's a tournament yeah. for 50K dodgeball. We're in it, you baby. get You get you and five of your best guys. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm ready to see it. 
I love it. Don't they? I know we'll get there, but they go up against like the cops. I'm like, it's Las Vegas PD. Yeah, Globo Jim wrecks him. All right, we have the dodgeball here. Shot to perfection. We always say it feels like I'm actually watching ESPN at the Ojo. Yeah, it may be the best because it's dodgeball, and you don't have to have the fast paced movement. You can have a lot of cutting because it is dodgeball. Yeah, it's dodgeball. It, it looks like I'm watching TV. Yeah, it's shot to perfection. It looks amazing. Well, also the unsung hero I think of this whole movie is in the second half is this ref. Because this ref, at all moments, is like, this is sudden death on the line. <laughs> when he we, does, are, we are by the book. When they do the double fault, and he just waves his little, like... I know! It's like he's got, like, an anal bead, and he's, like, I'm waving like, at White Goodman's face, like, no, seriously? I was just like, I was like, where did they find this referee? This this has to be a real ref. And yeah, it's it's just, Al Kaplan. He doesn't have a name in the movie. He's tournament ref, but he's Al Kaplan. But he's... Our, he's He's, he's amazing. He's he's the by far my my favorite. Whenever I watch it, I'm looking at his face when the tournament's going. I'm obviously because I'm watching. You can see he's he's not. He doesn't give a crap that there's a camera. He's like I'm. I am judging a dodgeball game. You feel like if he if he like if he says the call like if he makes a call like you're out and like the guys in the screen the, the screenwriters like all right I guess he's out. <laughs> it's not it's not about what we write. It's about what's happening in the game, baby. All right, let's go round one. Wardrobe malfunction. They get the S and M gear. Remember? Yeah. They have all the chains. They have all the whatever. This is by the way. Oh, this is great stuff right here. This is um. He has what is this quote? Of course, S and M gear first made popular by the lyric poet Sappho from the <laughs> island of Lesbos. This is just kind of ignite riffing. It's amazing. Whatever. Uh, they have dodgeball dancers, which are literal prostitutes on the floor. Yeah. It's hilarious stuff. <laughs> The shippers, but are like two inches from the actual like court. It's I know, amazing. I'm it's like, awesome. Like, no, and then they're also like there watching the game. But aren't like during sudden death, they're like they're like, standing. They're like standing there, like what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? They face Blitzkrieg. You know the Hasselhoff guys. Yeah, the Hasselhoff. Guys. Hasselhoff. That's all they do. They're like they're just praying to Hasselhoff. Each team has like one gimmick, and that's all they do. There's, I know. None of them actually speak ever, except for Hasselhoff. But like the like okay, but like, well, the lumberjack guys. Around like, two lumberjacks, they just go like this, and they have like the the the. <laughs> sound of the yeah no no they literally i don't i think they make it with like their voice they go rum rum this is in round two this is where we take the weak from the chafe the chaff the men from the boys and the awkwardly feminine from the possibly canadian (laughs) (laughs) it's not a challenge joe's easily wipes them and then for some reason global gym gets two buys never been in the tournament this is how i I also interpret it we're just we're just like, we just didn't see a match you know how no no no, they actually because you know what mike goodman says what you know i got on the tournament the chancellor you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Captain Kirk. Oh, yeah. He helped, he helped, uh, White Goodman helped him lose a few pounds, so they got him in the tournament. It's great. He didn't have to have any preliminary matches. That's it. Um, but great. they played the kamikazes in the first round, you know, the Japanese guys in diapers. Yeah. Hilarious stuff. <laughs> Globo Jim says, Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. White Goodman uses his padded and peekaboo attack. He tells Suzuku Toyota Oshinawa, this is my dojo. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest commentary. It's kind of ignite. This guy, he is masterful. No, but did you write down any of the just like the random shit that Pepper says? Yeah, he's got he's got the he's gotta pay two for one for that. Yeah, he's got yeah, all the best. Yeah, he uh, says you gotta usually you gotta pay two for one for that kind of thing. It's Pepper just, needs new shorts. Exactly. It's just <laughs> random. That's awesome. I'll stop. And then Joe's third round, they got skills that kills. Stereotypically, oh yeah, they're just going up against these like <laughs> inner city champs for five years <laughs> running. Thing is, their dancing is both their strength and their ultimate weakness. Because I'm like, where's their strength? I didn't see no, any. No, because they they're slipping dodgeballs with. The, <laughs> but with then their, they're not. The thing is, is they're dancing too much. You know, they always they catch them in the end. 
That's always what's going on. And then uh, you get the semifinal round. Poughkeepsie State Flying Cougars. Tough match. Got to get mean. Got to get well, mean. Well, it's one of the, the all-time, especially the first time you see it. It's the all-time moment. It's the all-time moment. You're like, this guy has just been the weakest. Well, you've been waiting the whole movie. The whole movie, you're just like, all right, come on. This guy's got to do something. And I, in the early in the movie, it's like, hey, you got to get mean. And he just goes to him. He's got to you gotta get angry. You gotta get mean. Well, the best is Coach Coach Julian. He's been there before. You know, he's a four time, he's a seven time All Star of the ADAA. He he knows to take a time out there, get his player ready for the situation. That's why he's like, there. I, I swear to God, when we used to do wrestling in high school, I used to think about that before a wrestling match. I was like, you gotta get angry. I would literally tell myself, you gotta get angry. You gotta get mean. I try. I would. I swear. Gordon, you gotta get your inner Gordon. I would swear. I would try to get in my head. I'm like. I gotta. I, I we we. I want to walk in there with that kind of energy. I swear to God, I did that once, and I was I was yelling through a whole match. I won, but I got like unnecessary, like unsportsmanlike conduct for it. it makes sense. He wins a five on one, which makes no sense. Five on one. I told you. No, I, I love it because they're like this Cinderella story gets to continue. Oh no! Uh, yeah, he has that later on. Don't worry. I have. Uh, you don't think I have all this written down already? Of course, you got it all written down. This is great stuff. <laughs> but in classic Kem- Joseph Campbellian storytelling. The master died. Joseph Campbell. Well, you know, because all he says, the master's got to die yeah, right yeah, yeah. here, right? Luck of the Irish. You know, the sign falls right in his head. Which is like, because we were watching with someone who'd never seen it, and she was just like, what? Yeah, he just dies. I know, uh, we, we had to be like, she's like, oh, where is it? Like, no, nah, he's dead. Yeah, he's second, second, second act break, you know, he's got to die right He's here. dead. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, team disbands. You know the the hundred k brief the briefcase. Oh yeah, and then they show the hundred k. It's like. That you never see what that would look like before. It's just a single stack of bills. TV greatly exaggerates what money actually looks like. <laughs> Steve the pirate, he just, you know, he, he see his books. Yeah, but was he born this way? Did he grow up Alex, in a pirate household? Uh, so I literally say that he was Alan Tudyk. So if you masterful, uh, so anybody who watches uh, Our Flag Means Death, he's basically the main character from Our Flag Means Death. If he wasn't alive during the pirate era. It's it's literally his character. Yeah, I mean, he's a pirate. He's Steve the pirate. Yeah. How? I I don't know. Actually, I gotta check the name of that guy. But uh, Alan Tudyk. No, the guy uh, from Our Flag Meets Death. We'll check it after. All right. Um, but the guys end up getting together. But after this, it's the ADAA championship match. Average Joe's are a fifty to one underdog. In comes in Lance Armstrong, the master. He convinces Pete to go. You, you want to hear the line? Wait, Alex, I just got to say this before we continue. What? The the guy, the pirate guy in our flagging set, guess what his character's name is? What? Steve? Steed. 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 With a D. Yeah. Oh, so it's pretty close. Yeah. yeah Steve so the pirate. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, literally, there's a one-to-one here. If you like Steve the pirate, you'll probably like our flag means death. I totally agree. <laughs> you know what the most unbelievable thing about this movie? What? Is that when Lance Armstrong confronts him, he's just like, I've been watching you on the Ocho. Huge dodgeball fan. He just comes up well, to no, him. It's, it's also, like Peter the Floor. No, no, no. Also, that speech has really aged very badly. I got this speech right here. But it, it's aged so badly. That's the speech. Once I thought of quitting when I was diagnosed with brain, lung, and testicular cancer all at the same time. But with the love and support of my friends and family, I got back on the bike and I won the Tour de France five times in a row. But I'm sure you have a good reason to quit. But I'm just like, but it's aged so badly when you're just like, oh, he was on steroids the whole time. When I had brain, lung, and testicular cancer, legend. That's great that, like, he was just game to do that. Yeah, what's better is the vote, though. Joe's is about to be disqualified. Oh, the vote. The They're two players short. Well, I love it, though, because I love how everyone's got to leave their thumbs out. 
Yeah, I love that they're just like, I, I love how they take away the rule book. They're like, he's right. The bylaws. It, it, the bylaws. If he gets a two to three vote, they could still fight. Chuck Norris, man, saves the day. It, it's great, though. They all, all, all the uh, judges have to leave their thumbs out one at a time. It's not like a decision. They, <laughs> they all get, get the wide shot of all of them with yeah, their thumbs. Yeah, yeah. One's got the thumbs up. I love how the chick's like, thumbs out. Why couldn't it's like, exactly as it should be. Yeah. And then Chuck Norris, thumbs up. We're sweating. You're like grease monkeys. You think you can do this? This is great style. Oh, my God. God. Um, Justin ends up getting a 4v1 Cobra attack, three-player swing. Well, also, Joni loves Chachi. Great joke Joni right loves there. Chachi. Again, we didn't know this as a kid. I remember just laughing as a kid where I didn't yeah, get it. Yeah, because like, our parents cracked up. That's, yeah. that's the main reason. Uh, down and dirty, street dodgeball. What is oh, the yeah, two on two? <laughs> Michelle and White versus the Fleur and Kate. Yeah. And then he got the double fault. Stepped over the line. ADAA continuation rule 113-D. And he waves his little... Not since the Helsinki games have we seen sudden death dodgeball. And we all know how that... It's one of the greatest <laughs> It's a things. double fault final play elimination. has not occurred since the Helsinki episode of 1919. And I think we all know how that turned it's out. It's great. There's like when random conversations with me and you be like, we all know how that... And we all know how that ended. Yeah, I mean, can we think of a greater sport moment than like... Peter LaFleur wearing a blindfold during sudden death dodgeball. I mean, there's nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been to the Great Wall of China. I've seen the pyramids of Egypt. I've even witnessed a grown man satisfy a camel. But never in all my years of sportscasting have I witnessed something like this before. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. It's huh? great stuff. There's no... I mean, he goes in and he keeps saying that the, the, the pundits have said that how is Global Gym going to win? Like, Global Gym, is this is their first year. Yeah, but Alex, but they're Globo Gym. They're a national brand. Four million dollars, that's nothing. Yeah, I know. It takes no, it's literally who's no. Who's on the stock exchange for four million? Four million bucks. It's a very small company. It's a very small company. It's a small business right there. Uh, Steve the Pirate, how did he become a pirate is, is the most unanswerable question of this Most moment. unanswerable question, yeah. Because you, there's literally no way to answer it. Yeah. Like, even if you're, I'm going to, if I ever meet. Well, I know. If we meet Alan Tudyk, that's like one of the first questions. That's the very first question. You got any sequel ideas for this movie? No, and there should never be one. It's I know they were thinking of doing one at some point. Like, you know, production. Like, oh, what's, what's a cool idea? Dodgeball 2. I do not need I, I just don't think there, there's no room either. I, I, I think it's a perfect movie. Also, it's like, let's talk about this movie. It's a 90-minute movie. It's in, I'm not actually 100 minutes, but you're in. Yeah, well, Goodman's evil, you're too. Out, you, can't, you can't go back and do yeah, a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, like, you're supposed to believe Goodman's character is now just fat, and he's just like, that's just who he is for the rest of his life. So and there's no there's no Cobra Kai situation because he is evil. Yeah, no, no, I don't want no because like the whole point though is like Johnny Lawrence wasn't you know what I mean Johnny no, but, Lawrence and was if you the, actually are in Johnny Lawrence's shoes, you're the king of school. Yeah, you're 16 years old. You have a nice girlfriend, uh, well, and then this dude comes well, in and steals but, everything. But also years before Cobra Kai, there was like a narrative. Like first of all, like we saw nine seasons of How I Met Your well, Mother. Uh, Karate Kid's a much bigger movie than Dodgeball. No, I know, no, but also I'm saying like we saw nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother, and like and they like it was literally the show. It felt like the show's mission itself was to like regain the name of Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was a, a specific, either a specific writer thing, like a conversation. No, I, like, the they creators had the of the show were probably like, like Carter Bays and Craig Thomas. Like, they're like, if we do, I don't care if the show is a hit or not. We have to, we have to unbesmirch the name of Johnny Lawrence. I would love to hear the origination of that joke. 
It's just, well, no, because it's the most Barney Stinson thing of all time. It to is. Be like, He's to be like, a good guy. Yeah, no, it's the most Barney Stinson thing to be like, yeah, you know, I was always on, jo- I was Johnny Lawrence was always the good guy, and he, and this guy came in out of nowhere and stole his life. Yeah. I know Marvel's all good and all, but Fat White Goodman, is that the best post credit scene of all time? Yeah. That's post credit scene of all time. I don't care. You know, give me a thousand, uh, give me a thousand Samuel Jacksons in a room together. I don't care. I uh, like fat like good. No, because I just remember like it, it was a lot of that scene with my youth and all yeah. that, like seeing this when I'm ten. But like you know, I remember it was one of the movies so funny you just would sit through the credits because then out of nowhere, you would just come pop up and you'd be like, wait, I thought the movie was over. Movies these days, you know, that's what he's always going on. Well, it's, it's literally so I didn't realize this till most recent watch when he says, Spare me. That's literally what Lafleur, that's what Lafleur says in the beginning of the movie when he sees the commercial for uh, for Goodmanship. Oh, yeah, is that what he says? So I didn't realize that till most recent watch when he was like, Basically, uh, he sees the Globo Gym commercial and yeah. he's like, Spare me. And then, then the movie ends with the Average Joe's commercial and he goes, Spare me, Lafleur. All right, so this is maybe our favorite comedic sportsman of all time, but I'll give you a few more to see if what you oh, can do. I, I, I can't even imagine. Oh, well, it's like Happy Gilmore. I, it's a great movie, but no. Okay, you ever see Major League? I don't know if you're a big Major League guy. Major League. I'm Charlie a league. Sheen. No, I've never seen Major League. Oh, I know wow. a league of their own. You've never seen... No, I've never seen Major League. Major League's a must Oh, I need to see... Is it, is it a comedy? It's a comedy. Oh, I didn't know it's that. It's Charlie Sheen. I didn't know it was a comedy. Wesley either. Snipes. Oh, that's a duo. Oh, I'll check that out then. You've never seen The Replacements either. Never seen The Replacements. The Replacements is Gene Hackman's playing a coach, and Gene- Keanu Reeves is a quarterback, and John Favreau's a cop who's like on the team for some reason. I mean, it's an all-timer. Okay. But let's see. I mean, if we were going to have another movie on here, again, we know this isn't necessarily the greatest sports movie of all time, but it's up um, there, I think. I think for us it is. I think it's up there in the top ten. For me, it's like top five, if not like top three. For it's for me, top three. For me, like like it might be, yeah. Top three. Okay, so let's just name. I'll name it some might, movies. I, I said it might. Like this is. No, no, I, it's I, fine. I, it's fine. You I'm, not, I'm not trying, you know, to get into another, you know, Marvel. Like, what's my favorite? You movie? don't have to make any commitments. Let me just name some movies. Though. Okay, okay. Name some all movies. right. Moneyball. You like more. Moneyball. Well, that's hard because Moneyball is like a serious. Drama. It's a sports movie. Moneyball. What do you like better? But you know what? Uh, Fuck it. I like Dodgeball more than Moneyball. Warrior. Dodgeball. You like Dodgeball better than Warrior. Oh, I like Moneyball more than Warrior, so I, I gotta go This with. is on the record, though. Yeah. Dodgeball. All right. Dodgeball. Right, and and, and it's, it makes me laugh. I've seen it a hundred times. I, I I think you need to receive Field of Dreams, too, maybe. Oh, I 100%. I've not seen it since, uh, since like, for over 10 years. I, yeah, Field of Dreams is a perfect I, I couldn't give you, I couldn't accurately tell you if I picked up Field of Dreams. I can tell you I love Moneyball and I love Warrior. Uh, I, have it to be, I, I think I like Warrior more than I like Dodgeball, but I really like this. Just, I enjoy this more than I like to enjoy Moneyball. Here's the whole thing. For me, it's 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 Moneyball over Warrior. And I and I might have to. I still might have to pick uh, dodgeball. I'll throw you a curve right here. I throw me a curve. Draft day, twenty fourteen. <laughs> no, Costner. no, it's the worst. It's, it's 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 super entertaining, but no. I saw it's that in good. theaters, man. That it's was not, awesome. It's great. Uh, the late uh, um, Chadwick Boseman. Chad Boseman. Great early. And his dad is Terry Crews in that movie. Yeah, he's, he's Terry Crews. Is his pops? He, he's a former Browns player. He's Terry. That's, yeah. 
it's quite. Did I just hear Terry Crews got like cast in? Yeah, I think he's gonna be in the new uh, Thor movie. Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, I think I heard he was casting that or something. When did you hear he was cast? Like two years ago when they were casting? No, I've just heard that he's in something. I could be way off. I could be way off. I heard he was in something. Yeah, I hope you're not way off. I'm not even going to look this up. We'll just wait till July. You know, yeah. Well, this is what <laughs> like, oh, Terry Crews. Well, I could see him doing a voice in a, a teeny movie. Yeah. I think he's like playing the guy. I think I, in, in a movie. might not be thrown. I know he's, he's in, a mo- in a movie coming up. He's, he's going to be a guy. He's like Korg's brother, Grok. Great stuff right it's there. It's just Korg backwards, Grok. It's yes. just his brother. Yes, let's do it. All right. Or his, his brother's Doug, maybe. N- name me some other sports movies you think even come close to Dodgeball. I, I mean, I'm going to say Rudy. No. I know you're not going to say Rudy. No, Rudy's the most overrated sports movie of all time. All right, fine. Remember the Titans? Nah. When was the last time you seen Remember the Titans? Years. It's a near perfect sports movie. Oh, uh, maybe I'll receive it. Am I gonna like it's it more Denzel. than? Am I gonna like okay, it more than I like dodgeball and white glitch? Show me the money. Oh, Jerry Maguire. No, because I don't consider that a sports movie in the same way. Because it's not about the sports; it's about the sports agent. But also, I dodgeball. I, dodgeball. You can just say dodgeball. I don't have to, no, 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 no. But like for our criteria, I don't think. Uh, I, I don't. It's not a traditional sports movie. I don't view like I. I think the way back is more a sports movie than uh, than that is. And again, this criteria is all up for change. Like I don't care. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we're picking our favorite sports movies, and they happen to be. Well, the best so it's the real question, and meeting all the criteria, uh, arguably one of the greatest sports movies of all time, Rocky. Yeah, so I was gonna. Rocky was the next one up on the list. Rocky. I happen to like Rocky too a little bit more. I, I've always put Rocky 1 Rocky 2 together because it's like I always think of Rocky it as, Part 1 Rocky Part 2 something I like always, that I always I always think of it because like Rock, at the end of Rocky 1 you're like alright you need the rematch like you walk out of Rocky 1 being like alright he's gonna get him next time you're yeah. like you, you know what I mean like there's movies where you're like eh, right, he didn't need to win you walk out of Rocky you're like he might have lost this this time but next time he's gonna take him for all he's worth you may be right on. I like I, whenever when I whenever I watch Rocky now. I've always, Rocky has always been in my life, but that's how that's how I've always watched the movie. I like Rocky too because Apollo in Rocky two is like kind of flirting with you know I'm older. Can I beat this guy? He's got nothing yeah. to lose. Oh, no, no, no. He went toe to toe with me. Right. He's he's scared. He's, he's scared. He's scared because he's like this guy's never actually fought it. Like never fought a real guy, and he and he took me. He. He, he took went toe me, to toe. He, he took me what twelve rounds? 12 like he, rounds. Uh, like, if if I'm Apollo, I'm scared for my life. And also, you know, also into they do an amazing job of like he's the symbol, like he's this black symbol of America. And like, well, it's funny that all the villains in the in the first four Rocky movies either black or or Russian. Well, what what what's <laughs> great is actually how uh, like how the Creed movies have have taken that. And really, um, I feel like the Creed movies have only made Rocky movies better. Yeah, I mean, Rocky's... Especially one and two, it's made... Even one through three, because you still got Apollo. It's made... It's made them better because it makes you care so much about... So much more about Apollo and the legacy of Apollo. I totally and, and that gets us into two. You know, this whole idea of, you know, Apollo being... And I'm... And, you know, us being white Jews, we'd only speak so much of this, but the idea of him being, you know... This like symbol of like black Americana 
and this idea like a, that like they were actually okay with showing this in the cinemas because you still were not really in so many black led movies even then. And this, agree, yeah. Yeah. So like it's 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 so more and here and what's actually what's great is if you ever listen to an interview with Ryan Coogler talking about how how much Apollo meant to him as a child seeing Apollo the symbol of Americana. It, it's like you you really see how big of a deal it was on the culture. Now that's a movie. Someone tells me, you know, Rocky, better movie. Rocky Dodgeball right now on the record. Oh, so this is what I'm going to say on the record. I think Rocky's a better movie, but I prefer Dodgeball. And I'm actually going to say that actually about a lot of those movies. I actually, you know, Moneyball and Warrior, they might be better movies, but... I'll take dodgeball any day because dodgeball is dodgeball, and it's an American classic. And and also, you know, also part of this is we don't get comedies anymore. We're not. We don't. We we get these like yeah. This is these, this is a relic of a forgotten time. The, well, like, the like, early two well, thousands. One of the funniest hours of TV I've seen this 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 year is old white men in the dropout, and that's really sad when like I'm not getting comedies. And, like, I love that, like, you know, ABC has the show Abbott Elementary and they're throwing chuckles at me yeah, 24 no matter, no matter what generation or year we're in, we're always going to have sitcoms. We're always going to have sitcoms, but we're not getting comedic hour-long movies. We're not, hour and a half. Like, you mean hour and a half? Not even. Not I mean, like, uh, 100-minute movies. Like, 100-minute yeah. comedies. And You know I, what? If you made, even, you know, if even if you made, like, Hangover 4 right now, it makes a lot of money. Yeah, hope you're all happy now. Good guy wins, bad guy loses. Big friggin' surprise. I love happy endings. You know, that's the problem with the American cinema. Can't handle any complexity in it, you know? Don't make me think. I just want to be entertained. All right, fine. Want a little something-something for the ride home? Check these boots out for size. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can teach you what it have to charge. What the boys go crazy for? They lose their mind. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're right. Happy? Fatty make a funny? <laughs> <laughs>